Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. He's back. Morning, Graham. Good morning. You've returned. Married off the kid. Yeah. One down, one to go. <laughs> it was a success. Everything went prob- You know what? Everything went to plan. I'm going to say this because um, I was blown away mm-hmm. by how well everything was put together. Yeah. But I was there were moments where I was concerned. Yeah. Like for instance, there was seven groomsmen and seven brides bridesmaids. Yeah, bridesmaids. Yeah. Like there was just it was like herding cats, right? <laughs> both of them both of the, Natasha and Jake are very popular. Yeah. But very popular kids got tons of friends. They continue to have tons of friends. Really strong circle. Great mm-hmm. kids. Great kids. But I mean, when you put that many kids so, into something's gonna happen, right? Into a certain situation, you, you gotta wonder, right? And we were—I'll tell you one quick story here. This is gonna take a minute, so we'll kill the bat. We had to pick up the the tuxes at Moore's in North Van mm-hmm. on like the Thursday, so we drove in from Squamish, and um, we 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 like literally. There's ten of us. Like we just. Yeah sort of crashed Morse and they only have three change rooms or whatever so everyone's getting into their tux to sort of do a last minute check to make sure see it, see it fits did it everything fits right and um, I go in after one of the kids Cody who decided this is nine o'clock mm-hmm. nine thirty in the morning to smoke a bowl in the Moors <laughs> So I was like feeling that, the effects that's, of that. That's my gauge. Yeah. Right? Oh, okay. <laughs> One of the groomsmen just smoked a bowl in Moors. In the Moors change room. It, clothing for men. <laughs> and it's yeah. not like he had started a bonfire with it. <laughs> so I and you know what? Listen, at that point you don't step up mm-hmm. and go, should we be concerned? Yeah. Like one of the guys, and he was pretty, pretty close to the top of the line. <laughs> smoked a bowl in Moors. Yeah, <laughs> but it went well. It went all went well. We're in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. You want one? A juju. Say it again. Juju. Oh, of course, you said it right. <laughs> Why? What else are they? Jube jubes. Jube jubes. You say it like a racist. <laughs> Do I? Say it again. Jujube. <laughs> now it sounds racist that you pointed it out. <laughs> Would you like one? Sure. Take a red one. My wife pointed out to me that I say it wrong. Jube jube. 
I say jube jubes. She goes, How long have you been saying jube jubes? Because it's not right. I'm like, My whole life. <laughs> jube jubes. So then we did sort of an informal poll within the family. Mm hmm. And she was the only one out of all of us that said it correctly. Really? Yeah. So they must have just taken taken on dad. Maybe that's like a Mandela effect. Maybe it used to be jube jubes, and they cha- it changed at some point without us realizing. No, it's jube jubes. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's jew jew jubes. Jew jubes. But I don't. I bet you half the planet says jube jubes. When you Google it, like it does, yeah, jube jube comes up these were at the wedding for some reason oh they're a little candy bar so we ended up having to bring home a bunch of food so here have another one before i put them because i i've eaten half of this thing on the ride home and i think it's why i'm constipated this morning that's probably i think these candies will constipate you all right so do you say jew jubes or jube jubes 780-989-0957 Really thrill, thrilling return to the show. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We lucked out on the weather. For the wedding? Yeah. Yeah. But we did see some severe weather on the way home. Some pretty crazy storms. Because mm-hmm. we drove home Monday and Tuesday. We've had crazy weather, like, yeah, um, this yeah, year. Like yesterday morning, it was clear skies, and then all of a sudden, like right at 7 o'clock, this cloud just like yeah. covered us in Edmonton. Yeah. And Alberta and Canada, it's it's happening around the world. I have mm-hmm. a theory. Okay. Windmills? It's not windmills. <laughs> Is it the traffic circles? <laughs> you see that guy? It's the traffic circles that are causing weather issues. Causing tornadoes because people are driving in circles. We never had tornadoes until they put in all those traffic circles. Anything to avoid the conversation about climate change. (laughs) That's more believable than climate change. Well, for him it is. Good for him. No, I think Mother Nature may be trying to kill us. Mm, Yeah. I think there's a solid chance that somebody... um, And and here, here is... It was a long drive. Mm-hmm. Here's my thought on it, right? The, how old's the planet? Mm, couple thousand years. Couple thousand years. <laughs> couple of thousand years old. So we've been around for a while, yeah. and there is this sort of ecosystem, right? Mm-hmm. And it's adapted over time. It's had to do things to to help protect itself and yeah. and sometimes it has to do ex- extreme things. So I think our involvement on the planet is obvious, right? Mm-hmm. But I think I think we're just in a period of time right now where it's trying to adjust to what's happening to it. Yeah. So well if you look at like say the earth's been around for billions of years, yeah. our time on earth is relatively short. So Yes, it's just it's yeah. a, it's a blink of an eye. So, right? Yeah. So I just, I think we're going to have to just deal with this for the next, because mm-hmm. everyone's now, this is our new norm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think it'll shift, right? You think so? Yeah. There's always been fires. There's mm-hmm. always been, I think this is just a bad stage that we're in right now. This is the stage of, of the earth trying to kill us right now. Th- this is the the point where the earth is saying, <laughs> you guys might be a virus <laughs> and I'm going to try to get rid of you. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I haven't looked at it in a while. What round are we at? 
17 or something like uh, that? The celebrity death pool? Yeah, we are in round 19. 19? Yeah. Holy crap. So yeah. round 20, which we have to do next week, Jimmy's not back to the beginning of August. Yeah. We have a winner in this latest round. We're not going to talk about who won. We're going to divulge the winner and then set up the next round next week. When Jimmy returns. When Jimmy returns. This is something. This is this is show stuff we have to do when all three of us are around. Yeah. Um, the latest wager was the two losers have to use one ply for the month of August. An entire month of nothing but one ply toilet paper. This is going to be a rough month for, um, yeah, for Brian, a couple of the uh, members of the show. <laughs> Brian dropped off a oh, couple of rules. And then I think he was going to drop off a case or something. I don't I don't know. He's got a supply of one-ply toilet paper for some reason. Uh, so he's going to drop it off. Yeah. I'm going to go get it. <laughs> Is it over by my desk? I'm not sure. He, I think he dropped it off before he went on vacation, didn't he? I think so. I have an email about it. Yeah. Maybe that was a one-ply. Oh. That's going to be a rough month. I think, I'm thinking there's going to be... I'm thinking there's going to have to be like... Well, I might get a bidet if it's me. Okay. Like, that would be wise. Wouldn't, wouldn't you think about getting a bidet? Would you get a bidet? I want I want one. Just for the I month? The Can you rent held. them? I have a hand. <laughs> <laughs> Go down to Home Depot. I just Do want to borrow bidet, this for a while. Bidet rentals? <laughs> oh, you want the full unit, though. <laughs> just put it in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> On the porch. Yeah, right right in the back. It's fenced in. <laughs> so this is the this is the ass wipe that um two members of the show oh, that's like a, have to use. That's a big uh, industrial role. So you have to carry this around with you. That'll last Better get a, a month. That's a month. Brian, yeah. we don't need a case. Yeah, if if the two people have one of those each, that should last a month. There you go. Maybe not for you. That's fantastic. Oh, I would tear through that. Possibly. Yeah, better bring a case. We do need to come up with a new, um, a new whatchamacallit. Wager? A new wager. Yeah, we need another one when we repick. Yeah, so yeah. we'll have to put some thought into that. We did talk about having to be on a treadmill for an entire show. <laughs> <laughs> but that might kill one of us. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. With the celebrity Deadpool, one thing that I want to ask you, how do we handle if somebody from our list dies before the before we repick again? Yeah, I was thinking about that as well because we don't really have a rule for that. No, we don't. I think, I think nothing happens because we haven't repicked we don't technically have lists i got an idea okay just thought of this what about a bonus pick another bonus pick a bonus pick in the next round if you yeah i'm okay with that yeah of course you are because you got like (laughs) nine people on your list right now (laughs) of course i'm okay with that about six of them are in palliative care (laughs) time now for jimmy's birthday corner on the 
Car Room. Good morning, Cruz. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. How you doing? Good. Uh, I'm okay, thank you. I need a favor. If you guys can wish my husband a happy birthday. Oh, uh, we actually don't do that when Jimmy's not That's here. Jimmy's so, thing. yeah. He does the birthday corner, so you're shit out of luck. How, oh, how, old, how old is the old dick? He's 47 today. 47. Yeah. Is this one worth <laughs> celebrating? 47. Well, does he care? It's kind of a weird birthday. No, he could probably give two shits, but still, he's a special <laughs> man in my life. He's the best husband I could have asked for, so. Okay, awesome. What's your name? My name is Candace. And what's his name? Travis. Candace and Oh, isn't that sweet? <laughs> how, how long have you been with him? Uh, I have been with him for 11 years. 11 years. Well, listen, happy birthday to old Travi. Yeah. Okay. 47. Thanks. All right. Yes, thank you so much. I'm against this. I'm against the birthday corner. <laughs> well, then I appreciate you going out of your way just for me. All right. It's just for you. Candace. Just for you, Candace. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You have a good day. Thank it's guaranteed, well, guaranteed sex day for that's, Travis. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, too late. That already happened. Oh, there wow. We go. There Did we he go. get a morning piece? Nice. Good for you guys. I won't get details. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have a good bye. day, girl. Take care. You do, bye. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Are you a best before guy? Uh, no. I usually, I'll use that as kind of a guide. To whether or not I'll eat something, but like if something's past the best before date, I'll give it the smell test or the, the, you know, the look test, see if it's greasy or whatever it is. So no, I don't, I don't live and die by the expir- expiration dates. I got over on, on everything. Uh, I can't think of anything that I would be like hardcore on. Sandwich Maybe. meat for me. Medications, maybe I'm a little more hard. Maybe, on. <laughs> maybe not though. Sandwich meats, sandwich meats never sandwich. get to the expiry date around me. Right? That's if there's good... sandwich meat in the fridge, I'm eating the sandwich. So <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I am a best before guy. Yeah, I you... don't want to be. Yeah, you I'm... are. Hey. Yeah. You know what? I will say this. If there's a little bit of mold on the cheese, mm-hmm. I'll, Cut it wha- off. I'll whack it off and I'll I'll make a sandy. Yeah, you can get around that. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. But if I see something with... Well, there's a best before date on butter? I'm just looking at a list of I think items. Every, everything has a best before date and it's just for safety. When I worked at the, uh, the IGA in Vancouver, yeah. at the end of the day, we'd have to go through, like I worked in the deli and we'd have to pull everything that was getting close, right? And we would put all the grocery, all the deli on a counter and then the staff could come and take what they wanted. Um, you know, you could take things if you wanted to. If you wanted a sandwich from the deli, you just take it. And I remember one time there was bags and bags of peanuts. Like peanuts don't expire, so we just took all these peanuts. But they had expiry dates just because they were on the shelf. They had to. But so you're supposed to follow for deli meats, soft cheeses, hard cheeses, butter, ground beef, chicken, fish, bread. If bread has even a spot of mold on it, yeah. I'm yeah, get, I'm getting rid of it usually, right away. Usually that I won't. If if one of the pieces is getting moldy, I'm kind of like, ah, it's all probably bad right now. I'm bad with um, strawberries too, man. If, if oh, they, really? See, I don't. If they look a little sideways, I'm, I'm so gunning them. We do most of our produce shopping at H&W Produce in Edmonton. You brought this uh, place up. And a lot of it you get, like, 
is you got to eat it fast because it's not going to sit around, right? Because it's it's right ripe as you're buying it. Yeah. Um. So like I bought last week or two weeks ago, um, eight things of strawberries for ten bucks. Okay. And yeah, you got to go through, and not all of them are going to be good. So you got to toss some out, and then you find the good ones, and then you freeze them or whatever you want to do. But so that doesn't bother me. We were away for a couple weeks. Yeah. And there was a few things in the fridge this morning. I looked at the cream. Oh yeah, and I I gave it a good a little sniff test, and it was July twenty second. Yeah, so it's a couple of it's days. Twenty six today, but it was fine. And you I used it, hey? I haven't okay. died yet, so I'll keep you posted. <laughs> the yogurt was on the list. The yogurt, I, I probably won't go past the expiry date. Yeah, yogurt's yeah. another one yogurt's, for me. Yogurt, I might just I'm going to toss that one. You know what happens with me, and this is this is probably going to say a lot about me as a person, but when when I see an expiry date, I think I start to smell it going bad. Yeah. Because I've done this before where I've like I've opened up the milk or the cream or whatever, and, I, and I've seen that it's, oh, damn it, it's a couple of days past. Yeah. And then I'll smell it and go, oh, it's going sour. It's going sour. <laughs> it's not good. And then I'll, I'll give it to my wife and uh, smell it. And she'll go, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you, you just had an experience it. one time? Maybe. I yeah. don't know. if. Yeah. You had an experience with a bad creamer at work here, and then you swore off all the cream at work. Oh, where it was like, bloop, and, it yeah. went, and it popped out like that? And then you were like, all the cream here is bad. It's all forever bad. Until the end of time. I, well, l- l- even if somebody just suggests that yeah. they might have peed in my drink and they didn't, <laughs> I'll taste pee. That's it. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Well, this is pretty big news, isn't it? Uh, the U.S. Congress is holding... Uh, a huge hearing today, a historic hearing on whether or not the government has evidence that UFOs exist, which is so dumb because we already know that they have a warehouse full of UFOs at Area 51. They've got all sorts of makes and models from different years, and every once in a while they take them out for a spin. Body parts. I know this because my Uncle Ron filled me in on it about years ago. Apparently today, apparently uh, three whistleblowers will testify in Congress about what they know. I just feel like if if there were things that the U.S. government knew about aliens, like if they had confirmation for sure that aliens exist and are visiting us, that Trump would have already told us, you know, unless they were hiding it from him as well, but you'd think the President of the United States would be in the know if there was a secret federation of planets that existed. And I'm about 110% positive that Trump would not be able to keep that one a secret. He would be all over it telling us about aliens. So yes, Congress is having another historic meeting about UFOs, but to be honest, unless they wheel Elf out there to prove that aliens exist... I'm probably not going to believe anything they say. The Grant Report is brought to you by the Locker Room Merchandise, featuring the all-new Rush Sucks t-shirt. Yes! Text us now to get the link Woo! to show. Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, you were talking about Elf during yeah. the Grant Report. I think I found the music. Hang on. Oh, yeah, that's it. Is this it? Yeah. I recognize that immediately. I used to love Elf. 
Did you see the story about Elf? No. Are you kidding me? You haven't seen this? No. I'm looking at it right now because I just looked it up as you said that. Ryan Reynolds is thinking of rebooting Elf. <laughs> Why does that work, though? <laughs> that actually, like, when you say that, I'm like, was Ryan Reynolds on Elf? No, like, he, he seems like he could have been on Elf at some he point. He said he had some weird obsession with the show when he was when he was younger. <laughs> and, then, and he wants to bring it back. And he's got the money. Like, he's got more money than God, oh, right? They'll, they'll let him do anything, too. Anything oh. Ryan Reynolds wants to do is pretty much greenlit, I think. So. Yeah, yeah. He probably came up with a bunch of, like, bit ideas on how to promote it. Yeah. And that's probably why he wants to actually reboot it. Where it came from, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't see that. Because I thought that's why you mentioned it in the no, grammar report. No, it just, a elf came to mind for some reason. I, I couldn't believe it. I, honestly, I saw that. I'm like, could Ryan Reynolds get any cooler? No. 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 And then he just ups his game and by wanting he... to bring back elf. <laughs> Cruise News. Justin Trudeau is expected to make some major changes to his cabinet this morning. Oh, good. Uh, he's shuffling it up. Seven MPs are expected to be promoted to the cabinet, while three others, including Public Safety Minister Marco Mendicino, he's not um, very popular right now with the whole... Um, um, what did he do again? Paul Bernardo thing. Oh, oh. He, being transferred so to this medium is, security. This is a, he screwed up, so we'll give him another job. Well, he's getting demoted. He's getting kicked out of the cabinet. Okay. Um, but the others are, are getting promoted in there, I guess. They'll I just hide him away for a couple months, yeah. and then they'll bring him back. And I was doing some more reading. The, the liberals' number, uh, poll numbers continue to go down. Um, so this That's is shocking. preparing for, uh, they say the shuffle is to help the liberals prepare for the next federal election. I thought it was just people in Alberta that hated them. Does like, does a different cabinet really make people? No. Like the average person does not care who's in your cabinet. I don't think. No. Yeah. No. Mm, I can't not name, at all. I can't name like, did you see the story about Justin Trudeau being, what was the headline? Named the worst PM in recent history. Yeah. But his dad was voted the best. <laughs> that's going to, that's going to annoy him. Well, that's going to annoy Jimmy too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was voted worst Canadian prime minister, least liked prime minister in the I, past 55 years. I find it really hard to believe that just based purely on the fact that he has nice hair. Like how can somebody <laughs> with such nice hair? Yeah. Be so bad at his job. Um, and then it was Stephen Harper and then John Kreshen. <laughs> Kreshen. They hated him, too. <laughs> yep. Everyone hated him. I Honestly, because I had a couple of people. I tweeted, just to be a dick, last night I tweeted that story. I'm like, shocking. Who knew? Mm -hmm. Right? And then a couple of people that were always wanted to defend Justin for some reason. We're, we're at that sort of stage. Yeah. He's kind of at... He's he's at where Nickelback was at about five years ago. <laughs> everyone some, hates him, but but everyone hates him. But they're trying to you know get on on side with him. Um, and I and I he they said, well, what exactly is? He? And I said, you know what it is? It's his. He's so disingenuous, and it it's so blatantly obvious. Mm -hmm. And he talks down to people. Everything's fake, yeah. So you have this just pure hatred for him, and you don't know how to comprehend it. But yeah, that's my understanding of it. Like over time, it's the virtue signaling, it's the talking down to people. I'm better than you mm -hmm. kind of approach to things, and I'm going to take care of everybody. And it just it incenses people. Yeah. Right, 
It's very annoying to watch. It, it is. And frustrating. Even yeah. if you're a liberal, I, I've met liberals that are like, I can't watch them speak. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I don't like the alternative, but I can't watch that man on television. Yeah. I don't like him. He's infuriating. Yeah. Anyway. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Study King Grant Johnson, what have you got? This one claims that most Tinder users are already in a relationship. So um, I guess there's 75 million people that use Tinder every month that are on the app active. And they did this small study of about 2,000 of them, and they found that the majority of the people that they surveyed like that were 90%? on Tinder. Yeah, something like that. Um, the majority of them were already in a relationship and not looking for love on Tinder. They said they were just on there for entertainment purposes. So... Um, Tinder has become just a wham bam thank you ma'am. It's a it's a hookup thing. That was right? kind of the yeah I think the the purpose behind it and then what it became and everything else. We've had a number of conversations about these dating services because I'm fascinated. Well, by there's this. so many now and they all have their own concept, right? And everything yeah, else. So yeah, there are better ones out there if you're legitimately looking for a for for a relationship, right? Yeah. I do know a couple of people who have, I guess, found love mm-hmm. on Tinder. One couple I know, it was a Tinder thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. Um, they say, yeah, they, most of the people were like, I'm not on there. Like, I'm not interested in finding a date. Like, as someone, you know, they're in a relationship, they're not on there looking. They're just looking to judge people, basically. Looking to see profiles. Oh. And also, they said there's an ego boost to someone swiping right on you. So they're trying to see, how hey, how many matches can I get? And then there's a bit of an ego boost there when you get 10 people want to be with you. Yeah, you know right? what I... So that's what they were claiming in this study anyways. That makes sense to me. You know what I was sort of mm-hmm. thinking about when we were on vacation? Because we were in BC. Yeah. So you're driving along and it's this beautiful scenery and, and you see people on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Or they're waiting, you know, you know, with this mountainscape behind them, and everyone's on their phones. They're all looking at their phones. Everybody's all on, on their phones. I saw it a lot. It, I don't know why it stood out for me this time, mm-hmm. but it's because you're old now. When I'm getting, <laughs> when I'm on vacation now, I really do try to unplug. Yeah, because for years I've been the guy that like has his email with him, takes a laptop. Keeps in touch. Yeah, I got to say, you were really quiet on this vacation. I, honestly, I'm this, really trying to be that guy now. I, I read a book, Grant. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah. previous, previously, you would be like emailing, texting the whole time about work. Yeah. This time, you really were able to unplug, which is good. I'm, de- I'm definitely trying to be a little bit better in that regard. Yeah. Because I, I realized that th- this job might be killing me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good to take some time off. Yeah. I, I think because I was putting my phone down and looking around, mm-hmm. and I, I was noticing how other people are just glued to it. They've yeah. got, like, I saw a guy on a scooter like, with his phone, <laughs> looking at his phone, people wandering around, Squamish, Vancouver, mm-hmm. parts of BC, 
w- walking on the side of the road, looking at their phone, yeah. and I'm just like, look at, look around. I think like, it's become like a nervous tick almost now. When you're by yourself, you're like, what do I do? I'm by myself. Oh, I'll put my phone calming me. Yeah. Calms me down. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Johnny Depp in the news today. Kind of Yeah, he is scary. a little off the rails right now, I think. Um, so he's in Budapest right now um, doing some shows, some concerts. He's been touring with uh, uh, Hollywood Alice, Vampires. Hollywood Vampires, Alice Cooper. and, and who, who else is in that band again? Uh, Why am I gapping on that? Hollywood Vampires is Alice Cooper, Joe Perry, and Johnny Depp. Okay. Um, so Joe Perry's in that one. Uh, and, and Johnny I, Depp plays guitar. He's yeah. quite a decent guitar player. And I think there's a few other people that rotate in and yeah. out of it. Um, but he, they have to It was a Viper Room band. Yeah. Like he, I think he owned the Viper Room at some point mm-hmm. or had a stake in it, Johnny Depp, and it was like a house band thing. And, and the Viper Room's like a Hollywood, like, uh, big room, yeah. place to hang out, whatever, right? N- live music venue. That's where, um, what's his nut passed away outside of the Viper Room? River Phoenix. Oh, is that where Phoenix River died? Yes. Oh, yeah, River Phoenix. Yeah, had a fatal drug overdose in yeah. Halloween, 1993. At the Viper Room. Um, yeah, so it's a hangout for the Hollywood elite. Um, so he's... They're doing these shows while trying to, and they have to keep canceling shows because Johnny Depp uh, is not doing well. He keeps like getting too drunk, getting too wasted on drugs, and uh, that happened yesterday. So they're in Hungary. We kind of knew this about him, right? That he's a bit of a gong show. Yeah, already? he doesn't really deny it. Um, but I think everyone had hoped, like he got through the Amber Heard stuff. Yeah. They had hoped, oh, he's going to make a comeback in his career. We're going to start seeing more Johnny Depp. He's back. And then he's kind of derailing it himself now because um, he's not because of this. They found him passed out in his hotel dead, room. No. Okay. He was passed out unconscious in his hotel room um, from drugs or whatever it was. Yeah. But he wasn't dead. They checked on him. Uh, but they did have to cancel another one of the Hollywood vampire shows. So Yeah. Yeah. It's not going well there. Well, he maybe this been... is this the straw. You know, you think he gets sober? Uh, <laughs> He's got a new movie coming out, but what's the movie? It's some French thing. Okay, uh, the life of Jean Becu. You're really selling it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't look very good to me. Movie reviews <laughs> on the locker on the locker room. Or in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We're doing a Lost Ball promotion with Kusamic Golf Resort. Locks Lost Balls. <laughs> <laughs> He's missing them. Um, so what we've done is we've done two rounds and we've done 12 balls at a time. And the and the first time we went out, we were like, well, we'll, we'll start on the front nine. We should be yeah. able to, you know, lose, I don't know, a handful of balls out of 12. <laughs> we didn't get through nine and all the balls were gone i think we had like 10 10 lost or nine lost (laughs) so the last time we went out was just before i went on vacation yeah and we went the back nine and it was even worse yeah so the whole thing is you've got special balls that have the logos on them and you lose them while you're playing and if somebody goes out to goose hummock and finds finds locks balls uh, you get a free round of golf. Yeah. Plus, you get entered in um, for a RV and golf prize pack. So, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. 
So there's details on the webpage, 957cruisefm.ca. But um, also, if you're a member, th- there was a bit of a conversation about members. Right? Yeah. They already What happens if the, the members so find you can bring balls? A, you can bring a friend out, and they get a free round. That's right. So, so there you go. So if you're out at Goose, or you're looking for a place to shoot, I, um, I have no problems losing balls at Goose. <laughs> it's a tough my, course. My game has just... <laughs> Have you golfed this year? No, just uh, literally the Ardent Roof um, tournament was the only golf game I've had. And that's, you know, best ball. It doesn't really count. I find I, I don't get into a rhythm during the best. Listen, no, I, tournaments are what they are. Yeah, but, they're fun. Yeah. But no, you're not hitting your own ball. You're No. It's not a round of golf. Like, it's not. I played an okay round at the Squamish Golf Course last week. And then the day of the wedding, my daughter got married on the weekend. The day of the wedding, all the groomsmen and a bunch of the dudes from the wedding went, yeah. and, went and did Furry Creek, which is where the the uh, the wedding was, the the, the ceremony and yeah. the dinner and everything like that. So we did a round, and that course, oh my god, <laughs> I was I had to how borrow many, balls. How, from other, how many balls did Locke oh, lose on that one? Well, the one nice thing about it is it's 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 quite common to walk into the woods to look for your ball and come out with five yes so at, at the very least i was that's I where was, they filmed happy gilmore right there's a couple of holes yeah yeah we also got into it with um with some guys on the water they were fishing so we're playing 14 oh and you're right on the ocean and it's a par three and i could see smoke yeah and i was like what's go-? and i was golfing with a guy that lived in the area right and um and so he kind of went up to them and was like, what are you doing? Like, the whole province is on fire, and you guys are having a campfire? <laughs> and they were burning driftwood. Really? So the smoke was insane. Yeah. So it was, and it's not like they could hide it. No. And they're right, they're on a public golf course. Right next to it. And, and, and so they're beacon back, and the guy that went after him is like 86. <laughs> And uh, and I'm like, I walked up to him and I'm like, Mike, leave it. No, don't. It's don't. not worth it. It is not worth it. Season, right? That's Furry Creek where he fought Bob Barker. I'm trying to remember the hole. I think that's, it doesn't matter. <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple of ocean holes. Yeah. It's a beautiful course. It's really tricky. It's a difficult course. They've sort of, they've, um. They've uh, they've 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 forced it into the mountainside there. Oh yeah. So it's you're all over the place. It's it's not you're not walking that course. Trust no. me on that one. That would have killed me. <laughs> but anyway, so Mike goes up to them and they, hey, what are you doing? The whole pro- it, there's there's a no burn for the whole province. Yeah. Like, what? It's dry as a tinderbox. Why are you box. lighting a fire? This is dumb. Like you guys are idiots. And they start beaking back and so we're. We're at the at the hole putting, and he goes. I'm like, "What are you doing, Mike? Leave it alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> don't, don't." Because it looked like it was going to get to the next step was them coming off the beach and fighting and, us. And then you and the 86 year old man are in a fight with a couple other guys. Well, and I informed Mike that I would have just left him to his own <laughs> devices. <laughs> Yeah, morning. Doing well. How are you guys doing? Doing good. 
pretty good. Shows somewhat back to normal, although don't get used to this because Grant's on the verge of spitting a kid out here. Yeah, I'll well, be not you. Gone for a little bit, but soon. the wife soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, so excited. Yeah. Big day. And Jimmy will be back from his uh, corn tour soon, at least. So <laughs> he's traveling around uh, Alberta testing different corns, I believe. So. Oh, I was hoping he was following the band corn. <laughs> it's funny. We um, He's at a Juggalo con, uh, conference. We have uh, this. Gathering of the Juggalos. We all should be there. <laughs> we have this ongoing bit with, with Jimmy where um, we never really say exactly what he where he like it's never true whenever we talk about Tabor, it's always his parents own like a, a corn maze yeah he's a corn farmer his family used to own a power company called, called white, white power and white Tabor. Power. <laughs> whenever he's gone whenever he goes back to Tabor, we say he's going back for corn fest yeah right there's doesn't a, matter if it's christmas time no, yeah could be february he's going for corn fest and the only people that don't get the joke are people from Tabor. yeah or his family and they're all concerned Concerned. Like I, I mentioned yesterday, oh, Jimmy's at Cornfest. I get a text from somebody in Tabor, and they're like, Cornfest isn't until the end of August because they're worried that people are going to show you, up at You Tabor. need to make sure you go on the air and correct. <laughs> I, I can't understand how you are on the radio and you're allowed to have that kind of misinformation. What's going what? on with the world we live in? Get your tickets for Cornfest for this weekend. <laughs> Uh, uh, the, the Oilers. We should talk Oilers. Yeah. You know what I want to start with? Because I actually, I actually uh, related to this story. Okay. So Darnell Nurse is the Lachlan of the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> and I'll, I'll explain. I don't know what it is about my personality, but wherever I've been, and it doesn't matter what building, what city, yeah. what station... Anytime I've worked anywhere, anytime anything went wrong while I was there or after I was gone, mm-hmm. everybody blamed me. Mm. It's a personality type. And so when I read your story, and I know you guys had him on not long ago, Darnell Nurse, where he feels like he's blamed for everything from goals against to the traffic on Stony Plain. <laughs> I really related with Darnell Nurse on that. What is this? What? I, I don't understand it. I've never he's understood got a, it about me. because he's got a $9 million contract. Yeah, it's the contract. I don't have a $9 million contract. <laughs> but, but Why does everybody blame me for stuff? Because you're loud. <laughs> blame the loudest one. Yeah, you got to blame the loud guy. Blame that's the loudest one or the one with the biggest contract. <laughs> that's, how, that's the words I live by. <laughs> All right. Do you think he deserves some of that blame, though? Well, I think it, I think it's interesting because no matter what era of Oilers you're looking at, there's always one person that gets it from the fans based solely on the contract. It reminds me of the, the Darnell Nurse's contract. Yes, it's huge. It's massive. By the way, I thought the line was pretty funny that he gets blamed for everything from goals against the traffic on Stony Plain Road. I thought that was hilarious. Brilliant. Um, it reminds me of Sean Horkoff when he signed yeah. $5.5 million all those years ago, and people just could not let it go. He was a good player. He signed a contract that was put in front of him. You would do it too. I'm like, listen, is, is he overpriced by – yeah, yep. But what it's, are we going to do about it now? It's weird that <laughs> like, we get mad at players for signing contracts. It's get mad at the GM for signing them, Ken yeah. Holland. Don't get mad yeah. at the player because would you expect Darnell Nurse to be like, no, you know what? I'll actually take a few million less, please. Yeah, that's too much. You know what? Yeah. I don't need all that. Uh, so, like, it's the same too thing generous. 
anybody in any job anywhere is going to take more money if it's offered. So, like, I think we're too harsh on Darnell Nurse. Um, I think that he got better as the season went on a lot last year. He mm-hmm. was great. No. Was he, was he trying to probably live up to that contract a little too much? Yeah, probably. I expect him to be better this year. And the thing that I also found funny is when we posted those quotes from Darnell, how mad people got that he was just pointing out that people get mad at him. So yeah. It was just like yeah, you can't in win. a weird circle. Like, you just can't win. So <laughs> it is what it is. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Darnell Nurse fan. I think he's going to be solid for us again next year. So. I, I really like when players give a little bit of personality and they give a little sass. I liked it. I thought he played the role that he was supposed to play this year. Right. And that, that helped with some of the moves they made with the defensive core, obviously. Yeah. Right. But I, I feel like as this team gels and, and it looks like they're trying to hang on to the unit that they had last year, right. And just sort of make it better and, and, and hopefully you know, go a little bit further into the playoffs next year with the guys they have, I think that will actually improve Darnell's chances and his performance as a whole. I, 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 do, I'm, I do too. I'm not just saying that. I, I actually believe that. I was impressed with Darnell at Nurse last year. He was playing towards the end there. He was, he would, I don't know. Was he, he playing a $9 million contract? I thought he was. Yeah, there was a lot of pretty bad turnovers, like in the playoffs and stuff, but Grant was always pointing out yeah. Nurse's turnovers. You couldn't trust him with the puck. <laughs> I think that while he got in his own head a little bit yeah, too much, he got, it was a tough year. So I think having a full year of Matias at home with him as well is going to settle things down. I think a big problem with Darnell last year is he was just, he was, he, everybody knows what he makes. Yeah. And it's one of the weird things about being a pro athlete, I guess, that he was tra- probably trying to live up to it. At least that's just my conjecture. I have no idea. But I think having Matias at home around for a full season is going to help him calm down a little bit because he doesn't have to do everything. Now. Yeah, He's got a guy right behind him or right beside him, wherever they line him up, that Matias Ekholm can go handle some of the business as well. Darnell Nurse doesn't have to do everything. I think that's going to help a lot. Are the Oilers going to sign Ryan McLeod before his uh, August 4th arbitration date, or are they going to have that, to go do that with him? That is an interesting question. I have no idea what the answer to it is. Um, Daily Faceoff's Frank Saravalli the other day on his podcast was talking about the Oilers and McLeod are just not close yet. And like you said, Grant is not, it's we're like less than two weeks away from that arbitration date. So I can legitimately see it going from an Oilers perspective. You don't want it to go to arbitration because if they could award him, who knows what they could award him, right? Yeah. Generally, the rule is somewhere around $100,000 per point. That's probably a little bit more than what the Oilers would want to spend on Ryan McLeod at this point, given that they also have to sign Evan Bouchard. So I actually think it could go to arbitration. I hope it doesn't because from all the stories we hear and we read, going through that process isn't necessarily a great it's thing for the player or the organization. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I'm hoping it does, but we'll see what happens. Does that get buried by the Matthews conversation? <laughs> I think it does. I, I think a, a, a bunch of these sort of little deals with Edmonton are, are not going to make headlines just based on what's happening in Toronto right now. Well, I mean, no matter what happens, like the Leafs could open a door and they'll get all the coverage. Yeah. The so, like, it, yeah. it really doesn't matter. So whatever, yeah, but to be fair, even if Austin Matthews wasn't in Toronto, he would probably get more attention just based on the caliber of the player. Um, but yeah, I'm not overly surprised. I hope he something goes sideways. <laughs> Why do I want that? We so all badly? want that. <laughs> 
All right. It'll be fun. There he is, Bag Milk. Thank you for your time today. Bag Milk, Oilers Nation. Thanks, guys. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So I knew about Brittany and Justin Timberlake. Yeah, that's Spears. a famous relationship with the denim. Yeah, yeah. She had the denim dress. That's who I was for Halloween last year. <laughs> that's right. <I> forgot about <laughs> All that. denim. Now, the Colin Farrell one kind of... Was that nudie? I did not know that Britney Spears no and Colin idea. Farrell dated. I don't know if we're out of the loop on that one, if that was a big thing, but I didn't know that until this story came out where they're having to delay her, her book that she's yeah. releasing because um, the Justin Timberlake and Colin Farrell are concerned about some of the details she included. So, <laughs> Which are probably true. Yeah, which are probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that one threw me for a loop. It doesn't surprise me. They're around the same age. Mm-hmm. So that, that makes sense. And we're not a big TMZ show, so we might be sounding really stupid right now because it might have been a famous... Like, 2003, they had a brief thing. Yeah. Yeah. He what, also... What uh, do you think's in that book that they don't want, though? I, my mind automatically goes to the sizes of certain things. Okay. <laughs> that's where I... I don't know if I'm sick or what, but that's immediately where my mind goes. <laughs> so Colin's got a small package. Yeah, and he's trying to hide it. <laughs> he's got his lawyers involved. That's a good good use of your money. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, I'm getting my lawyers to take out a note about my the size of my junk. It's what yeah, it's uh, what we would all do. Unbelievable. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Congrats. You just lost five IQ points. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 957 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.